as a healer i'm very very conscious of my emotions if i trace that okay there is something that i am feeling that you know is making me uncom- uncomfortable i heal out of it one thing that i haven't healed from yet is my mom's death it's been 2 years but so that's exactly what this entity poked in me to bring my vibrations down so that she can overpower me you know when you ask most guys hmm? about what's the scariest form of a ghost that they're afraid of they'll say like an old lady <laughs> like in darna zaruri hai uh, i know <laughs> you know because probably that is the picture that has been put in the mind since childhood ki you know the uh, it's always the female entity and you know the daravna kind and Uh, the old lady with long nails or whatever i mean that's what's fed subconsciously so by default people get scared of we've hosted the paranormal investigator sarabjit mohanty on the show multiple times this is the first episode with his partner during his adventures this is a conversation with the psychic pooja vijay what does that even mean what does it mean to be a psychic what's her world like what have been some of her experiences how did she even unlock her psychic powers that's what this episode's about this is another horror special of the ranveer show coming at you Pooja Vijay, it's a conversation with a psychic. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Do you like my heavy voice, or do you like this voice? This is better. Okay. <laughs> um, what defines the word psychic the best, according to you? Uh, I think you're publicly known as a psychic. Hmm. I don't think that there's too many people who publicly uh, are okay saying that they're psychics. Hmm. they also say that people with psychic capabilities uh, are actually very much present in society hmm. in a much more frequent manner than many of us think hmm. but people don't come out publicly and say so right so firstly welcome to the show welcome thank to thank you TRS. so much for calling me <laughs> it's an absolute honor and pleasure being here no i, I think <laughs> the audience is going to learn from you in detail today especially all these eighth standard kids who watch <laughs> these episodes to get scared i think they actually hmm. going to learn a lot today uh yeah so i want to ask you about what the word psychic really means okay so technically if i try to explain it's basically uh, tapping into a sixth sense or base or getting information that goes beyond your five senses the five physical senses so now since you mentioned that yeah there are psychics who you know who are in the society but they don't uh, want to come out as psychics let me spill some beans here every human being is a psychic it's a dormant ability no so it's like um okay if i have to go to explain here little technical so that you know it's easily understood by the masses we all have a physical body right every human being has a physical body and every human being also has subtle bodies right so it's not this is what's seen the subtle bodies are not seen yeah like, I, i think according to uh, indian scriptures it's uh, sthul sharir karan sharir yeah. and uh, sukshma sharir yes. it basically means three layers of body yes the etheric body the mental yeah. body the yeah. emotional body so we yeah. have many subtle bodies right hmm. 
So how we have the physical body and the physical senses, the five senses are very visible. The eyes, ears, nose, and you know, they are visible. But running parallel to these five senses are the subtle senses, which are not as visible, but they are in the subtle body. And to be more specific, are governed by the chakras. Okay. So if we say the physical vision or the eyes, the psychic sense that's running parallel to it is clairvoyance. So every human being has two types of visions, physical vision and a psychic vision, which we know as clairvoyance. So it's, see, it's like our physical vision is uh, limited. You know, it can tap into certain spectrums. But when I talk about clairvoyance, it has no limit. Okay, hold on. I got to pause this for a minute, break it down a little bit. Okay. Um, you got to explain the word chakras to people who don't understand okay. that. Okay. That's one. Hmm. Uh, secondly, the thing you said about our human eyes only capable of seeing certain Spectrums. amount of the light spectrum. Yeah. This is science. Yeah. You can only see Vibgyor, the colors Correct. of the rainbow. So certain spectrums are, which are caught by the human eye. But there are many more spectrums, which humans can't tune to. But sometimes, you know, there are animals tuning to different yeah. uh, frequencies, which humans can't see. It's effectively like animals being able to see colors that humans can't see. Exactly. So same way, just because human can't see certain things doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So the clairvoyants who are using their psychic vision are basically tapping into these frequencies, which normally a human won't be able to tap into. Hmm. Okay. So which includes seeing spirits, ghosts, or even getting premonitions or things like that. Same way with every uh, I would say physical sense, there is a parallel psychic sense running. Like hearing, what runs parallel to it is clear audience. So there are people who can hear wavelengths which a normal hear can't catch. Same way there are many more psychic abilities connected again to the physical senses and even beyond. Okay. Like there is clear sentience which allows a person to sense things which normally a human may not be able to. And empaths, you know, the empaths who can sense the feelings of others or, you know, they uh, can they can even absorb the feeling of others like their own. So they are clairsentience. Uh, the reason I want to keep having conversations like this on my podcast is honestly because uh, I've had experiences in my own life. I've once dated someone mm -hmm. uh, where I was in a very nice, healthy relationship with that person and only two, three months into dating, she told me that she's also an empath. And mm. she didn't say it openly, but I feel like she had some kind of psychic abilities also. Yeah. So I was telling her about uh, my relationship with my father and mm. how it's been a little strained growing up and how we're trying to make peace with each other at this point. Mm. Uh, and then she just held my hand really tightly, squeezed it. And then she started crying. Mm. And I'm like, what is happening here? Mm. Got really scared. Uh, and then she held my hand and she's like, your father is in a lot of pain for XYZ reason and he's in this place. And I'm mm. not going to say that XYZ reason mm -hmm, publicly. Mm -hmm. So he's in a lot of pain, something going on. I got really scared. Okay. And uh, I started chanting Hanuman Chalisa in my head about what's going on here. I immediately called my mom and I asked her that is he in this particular place and is something wrong? And she's like, yeah, he's had an injury or something. Wow. I, I was just like, okay, what is happening here? And that's why I realized empaths are real. Yes. Uh, lots of people have psychic abilities that you don't yes. know of. Yes. And there's another one more major one, important one. And why I want to mention this is because I remember in Sarbajit's podcast, you mentioned about 
uh, you getting downloads of information and questions that you were asking that's known as claircognizance where you get downloads it's like you don't know where the information is coming from but it's coming to you and that could so, be creativity or just anything, answers anything any information that you have not been exposed to with your five physical senses basically okay so um every human being has the physical body and every human being has subtle body so by default every human being being has psychic abilities but what happens is you know and yes every child has enhanced psychic abilities every single child so if a child is telling that you know i have uh, imaginary friends they probably have one <laughs> okay. okay you know the reason i'm interrupting you so much in this intro conversation is because i think you're talking at a slightly high level okay. as compared to what the audiences are used to okay. uh which is why i'll keep stopping yeah. you and i'm okay. going to i'm going to ask you about chakras again what Haan. are chakras so these are the energy centers and you know so it's like our body is filled with chakras there is energy our energy beings right but there are seven main chakras which are the main energy centers of our body so these are the one ones that govern our physical mental emotional so these are like the main points to like you know in very simple terms so now since i'm mentioning about the psychic abilities they are directly governed again by the chakras and as i said everybody is a psychic okay let me give a small example here maybe that it becomes easier to understand suppose there's a small child and as i said that every child has enhanced psychic abilities okay now the chakras are fully active and the child is sensing things seeing things but they never mention about it because for them it's normal mm. it's like you won't go te- and tell somebody hey you know what the sun rose from the east today you just know and you don't want to go out of the way discussing about it so for children it's just they just feel that yeah everybody can so they don't go out of the way talking about it unless something unusual happens which had happened with me i'll come to that later so um what happens is that let's take an example that suppose there is this child who has all these enhanced abilities and now the child is growing and is exposed to some kind of environment where this child is getting judged this child is hearing things like you are such a useless person and you know you are not good enough and you can't do this much and you are just good for nothing now what's happening that's literally attacking the self worth of the child and the chakra that governs self worth is the solar plexus that's right in the stomach so what's happening because of the words that this child is constantly exposed to the chakra is getting blocked now another example this child grows a little and uh, somewhere in the teenage now this child is very creative wants to probably get into art and music and he's a genius in that are you talking about me <laughs> <laughs> go on <laughs> and uh, suppose you know uh, that this child is being forced to maybe take up engineering <laughs> sorry go on <laughs> Okay so what's happening is the wings of this child are being cut and the natural flow of this child's energy is being taken to another direction now the chakra that governs creativity is the sacral chakra so what happens this child is forced to go into a direction that it doesn't he doesn't belong to so that's blocking his sacral chakra so as the child grows because of the various experiences and everything that you know he comes along the chakras begin to get blocked and eventually the subtle body is getting affected so as the child is growing the psychic abilities are already tuning down 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to give a bit of tiny perspective here on Chakras. There was mm-hmm. actually a fantastic anime called Avatar The Last Airbender. One of the episodes was about Chakras. But they've explained Chakras for children in a very simple way. I have seen that. It's beautiful. Yeah. You have something called your cerebrospinal axis, which is like yes. the central part of your body. There are important points along the central part of your body. Yes. Uh, beginning with your reproductive organs, your intestines, your stomach. your heart yes. your thyroid gland in your throat your pineal gland in your third eye and they say that the seven chakras above your head it's outside your body so how it goes is so the seven chakras are the root chakra that's at the bottom of the spine then the second is the sacral which is approximately 2 inches below your navel hmm. then the solar plexus that is approximately 2 inches above your navel the heart chakra the throat chakra the third eye and the crown yeah so the basic seven chakras so the day to day activities and you know the kind of environment this child was exposed to is now what's happening it's blocking its chakras the child's chakras yeah. so the psychic senses are automatically going down so as an adult the child doesn't even know that something like psychic abilities exist because it's already gone down and that's what is happening with majority of humans that you know they are just losing the connect with their actual inner self they are losing who they truly are and something that they are born with just tones down yeah i think that age 9 or 10 yes to about i would say 40 or 50 is actually a dark period in a human's life and it's the period of life where society kind of just breaks you down kills absolutely. your dreams uh puts shit inside your body puts intoxicants absolutely but you know the good news is that is reversible hmm. you can undo all of it now again the same child suppose this child thinks that okay i'm done with this mess i need to find my true self i need to get aligned to my best version begins to meditate begins a spiritual journey begins to heal his inner child Does ayahuasca? Sorry, sorry. Go on, <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> so he's undoing all the things that he was exposed to. What happens? His chakras begin begin to get unblocked. Mm. I'm sure you would have seen a difference between uh, you, like you know, before you started meditating and after you started meditating, right? So that's how it goes. So everything starts getting unblocked, and he starts getting tuned, and the psychic senses start getting aligned again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the very modern urban guy version of this from me was that I let go of a lot of pain in those meditations. Yes. Especially the early meditations. Lots very, of tears. Very important because see, unless you let go of your pain and unless you let go of you know the things that you're holding on to within you, your chakras are going to stay blocked. Okay. My question then is, why do there exist people like you who go through that same societal life in urban metros and still? remain psychics um no i will i won't say i was always a psychic it went up and down for me okay so coming to me and if i see my background yes i was born with enhanced psychic abilities like everyone else and uh, there was a little different thing that happened with me is what during the first 10 years of my life i remembered my past lives Okay. So my parents have narrated some bizarre stories which I used to speak and some of them they validated when they confirmed that okay she remembers her past lives which toned down on its own when I turned around 9 or 10 when that toned down what happened for me something else started flaring up i started getting premonitions what is that premonition is where you come to know what's happening in the future initially it was mild now this i was in my teenage 
initially it was mild and uh, you know it's okay till you are getting premonitions or you are just um, maybe cracking some questions that you're going to get in get in the examination and you actually get that or maybe just telling a friend that you know this person is going to cheat on you and you actually save your friend from that's fine but it was taking a different route where i started getting premonitions which were not very welcoming i i got a premonition of my mom's accident okay so that was that i mean i would say that was one episode that really shook me it changed my life because uh, that was the time i realized that wow, wow i mean what's happening with me i tried telling my mom it was i remember around 11 days before she actually met with an accident i told her that mom i don't feel good about something you know especially connected to her and i was in the hostel that time i was not even home so she told me everything is fine don't worry i'll, I'll i'm fine and everything and then some days after that she tells me that pooja uh, you know what i'm just going to uh, i'm just going to delhi nainital is actually that's where my grandparents stayed so she said that i'm going to delhi i'm going to see grandparents i'll visit them at nainital and i'll be back and i had my examinations due so she knew i would be in the hostel for some time and that is when i was i just choked i was like mom don't go she's like i'm fine i have you have i mean i have uh, my, your mama is there and everyone is there so i'll be fine don't worry i said no don't go and but that was the time i myself was not taking myself seriously because i myself was not sure whether it is my mind playing games or whether it's actually something that i'm feeling but i just told her so she said don't worry i'll be fine and she went and then you know she actually meets with an accident on her way from delhi to nainital it was a head on collision with a truck um we i mean she was saved of course but people who were actually seeing the car were like that it's impossible that someone would survive this she was on bed rest for 6 months and that incident totally shook me and i was like no i don't want this whatever this is is this is uncomfortable and i don't want it i am not ready for it how old were you a 19 okay so uh, i it continued and i kept showing it off i kept you know because even if i tried to talk to somebody about it no one was getting it you know that what i was going through and uh, i was not getting a proper help no answers to whatever why was this happening with me because by that time i had realized that it was happening more with me than anyone else like if i talk to my friends do you feel the same they are like uh, no so then i was like wow okay this is happening only with me so i was figuring a lot of things out but i was not at all comfortable with the entire feeling but what other premonitions were you getting in this phase um a lot of they were small they were not very okay. huge like you know they was bearable but this was something that left a huge scar on me it was uh i was in fear i was in fear and i was like no i'm not ready for this so things because i stopped acknowledging it there was a time where i stopped feeling or sensing anything much like it was there but i just kept showing it off that i don't i don't want this i don't want this and the finals because you know <laughs> this was the final thing that happened i would say that that was a wake up call for me because this is something that i had signed up for so the universe is like that we need to give her a whack <laughs> when my house got haunted so there were things happening with me from the very beginning but this spirit thing was something for the first time that i was experiencing it, it got haunted 
as in it was the same house you were living in but yeah, something yeah yeah for years i have like from my 10th standard i have lived in the same house and i'm still in the same house did you buy a doll or something <laughs> so i'll tell you what <laughs> happened uh so i was in the us for 5 years and then i moved back and um so i have two boys okay so it was my two boys me my mom and dad in the house and it was a very difficult phase that we were going through because my dad was battling cancer so we all were like you know in a very low state of life so this one fine so, and okay my mom and me we both have been teachers like you know i come from a teaching background my mom has taught all her life so above our house is was the classroom where you know there was the board and all so my older son he was 6 back then he just went with his friend and he is like uh, i'll just play and come i said go play so they were just writing something on the board and all they both come running down fear in their eyes and my son tells me that mama i heard a very weird noise a sound i said acha he said someone told me get out i said it must be some child playing a trick on you because students keep coming and going he said no i checked everywhere it was a very manly voice and uh, twice we were told to just get out and the friend was also like that yeah didi he it was a very scary voice and then we came running down i said okay let me come i went up with him and i saw i looked there was nobody around that who could have i thought is someone playing a trick or something there was nobody around but when i was up i didn't hear anything i came down anyway i told him don't worry just forget it and you play down don't go up it was running on my mind though but uh that very night what happened is that so how it was that you know me and my boys were in one room and my parents were on the other side of the house so they usually slept early and my dad was unwell so you know they both used to go to bed early so uh, i was putting my kids to sleep they slept off and then i started hearing knocks on my door and i was like is this my mind playing tricks because of what my son just shared in the evening then i hear chairs moving outside in the drawing room then i start hearing footsteps and i was like no this is and i you know i was really scared i was trying to sleep i just you know put the quilt on me i tried to sleep and between 2 to 3 my younger son who was around 2 that time he gets up howling crying with his eyes tightly closed and he's pointing towards a towards one corner of the room mama bhar that's all he out that's all he's telling me mama out so i'm like trying to wake him up and he refused to open his eyes all i got to know that he's pointing towards a particular corner of the room and he's telling me to move out of the uh, room so i just took him i i was scared to actually go out also because i was hearing noises there i was hearing voices there my child is pointing towards you know one of the corners of the room and he's asking me to get out i was like in a dilemma but i took my children and i just went out he made me just sit there he and he just didn't let me lie down i remember i was just taking him in my lap and he fell asleep then but i was so scared because i knew there is something happening i could hear things happening but i couldn't see anything anyways it was like you know we woke up i barely slept i was sitting and sleeping basically so uh, we woke up the next day 
the day was fine but as soon as you know it was evening my fear used to start going up because i was like unsure what's happening because i could sense there is something but i was not sure of what's happening the same thing repeats the next night between 2 to 3 the younger one gets up and you know it was so weird he would just he's sleeping he would just with closed eyes he would get up and he'll point towards that side of the room i'm like no this is not done so i tried changing his direction it got weirder because even if i change his direction he would point behind with his closed eyes <laughs> you know that really freaked me out and i was like no 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 i need help there is something that's not right and i i mean it was i mean it was bad it was bad my younger son was uncomfortable during the day and my younger son was uncomfortable during the night and it was like the entire day i was in fear i was not able to share this with my parents initially because i didn't want to bother them more because as it is my dad was battling cancer i didn't want to but then i was like no maybe i need to tell my mom because we need help and i didn't want them to get affected because i asked uh, them i asked my neighbors indirectly no one was feeling anything because i thought maybe it's like you know if others are also feeling it maybe we can get a collective help or something but no one was feeling anything so i started seeking help but that was another uh, that's another story because most of the people didn't believe me they were like you know it's probably your mind playing tricks but i knew what was happening with me so the ones who were believing me didn't know how to help me ranveer i remember it was two months of trauma that i went through one more thing yeah oh god one more thing that happened was there was this day um uh, i was sitting in the bedroom with both my boys they were just doing something so we had this window ac and you know there's this socket next to the window ac right in front of me that window the socket just got fire it just went in flames i grabbed both of them ran out and i called the electrician i asked him to check because i said just right now come and check what's happening so he checked everything and he is like hey, ma'am everything is fine i don't see even the wiring looks fine the ac looks fine i don't figure out what's the reason behind this fire and i was like wow this is getting intense and then you know the back then we had a house help so he was with us for a long time he was there for with us for 11 years he has never complained but he for the first time told me that uh, didi i feel like you know he used the word upri saya i feel that there is something dark and i am not comfortable sleeping at night what so what is all, upri saya these were the words he used upri saya is like some higher energy which is dark you know some he used these words so uh, i said no i have to get immediate help but it took me two long months to actually find help i did find a psychic uh, one of my family friends helped me i said i don't care i just need help and i was not uh, wanting to go to any random person because i knew that you know this is one space where you can get exploited and i didn't want to get into that zone so i was looking for someone who is like you know who understands and gives me an explanation of what's happening and why it's happening and stuff so um the i could i found a psychic and as soon as he enters my house he's he's telling me that uh, ma'am you know what uh, there are six entities here six six entities i said i don't care but please i need to get rid of them and only then you are leaving this place i mean i literally pleaded 
so i don't know he just told me okay you go he just sent me to the other side of the house i don't know what he did he did something but my house was rid of the entities like that night my son slept peacefully the next day my older son i i actually made him go up and you know that go play i didn't tell him anything i just said go play he came back happy playing and everything slowly slowly was going back to normal so this episode you know this i mean when i w- everything was sorted i just sat and i was like what just happened why it happened and what if it happens again because i was not only worried of myself i was worried about my boys what we went through was difficult so that was the time i realized that i think i have played enough hide and seek with whatever has been happening with me since childhood so this was like a wake up call and i need to look into and understand this world better that is when i actually started uh, ga- gathering more information and researching on psychic abilities and paranormal and okay. during that time in that journey then i met sarbajit and then we got together and started working let's rewind a bit what okay. attracted six entities to your house okay so what now there are a couple of possibilities now see being a psychic uh psychics are prone to the visit of entities is you know what i can say because the entities know that this person can sense me more than the others one one layer deep hmm. so what as in like they know that you can sense them yeah so 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 the thing is most of the entities now see since he cleansed them and i was not an investigator back then so i never got into the depth of who these entities were and when i asked him he didn't tell me anything much very honestly so most of the entities they need help they need help they need to be heard they want someone to hear them out so if suppose there are 100 people and they know that okay out of these 100 people this person probably can sense me or see me or feel me or hear me whatever and probably we can get some help they'll knock the door of that person Hmm. So you're saying six entities sense that in that house there's possibly someone with some psychic abilities. Yes, and it was not just me; it was even my kids. Both my boys are psychics. They've inherited it from you. They they have maintained it. I would say. I mean, everyone is right. So it's just that they have kind of maintained it. What about your mom or dad? Yes, my mom was. my mom was i mean her dreams were so even my dreams are so active her dreams were so active and it's you know for her it was used usually during the dreams that she used to get messages so yeah it is it was coming down and but at the same time i truly believe that everyone else is but for me it just stayed a little more enhanced is what i can put it as okay. right and um yeah now coming to these entities there was there's a very high chance they probably needed help so they that is what so probably they never meant to harm me or harm my boys or do anything bad they just needed to be heard but we are so much in fear with all you know with ghost spirits and everything goes that we never look into that side it's only when i became an investigator i realized that no there are good entities too who are and it's more of this side who are needing help who are stuck than and otherwise why will just somebody just want to come and bother you hmm okay right? um can you see things i'm not much of a clairvoyant no okay and now i'm developing okay let me share this so i was very scared to see things 
so when i was developing and kind of polishing my psychic abilities i very consciously told my masters and my higher self that let the clairvoyance be enhanced the last because i'm actually honestly scared to see it's now recently i've opened myself to it and i'm working on my clairvoyance okay. um what does a ghost look like um see if you ask me as a feeling that i have been getting or whatever i know with the experience as, a, as an investigator they usually manifest as what they have lived last like the spirit takes the face of the body it was that in last it was last okay so that's so it's not something so if it was a good person it will present itself as whatever but it's very difficult for a spirit to manifest in that entire form you know it usually manifests because it needs a lot of energy to manifest so sometimes you just see a hazy figure or like you know just some kind of an apparition which looks like something that probably it lived last but it's very difficult for them to truly manifest but yes a clairvoyant will be able to see better than the others okay um what is the world like from its size according to you like from from the spirit size mm-hmm. because if they were drawn to your house mm. so they're roaming around the city yeah, or they're yeah. roaming in human society yeah what in your house visually or intuition wise was something that the spirit spotted because of which they were drawn to energy your- right because they are also energy so they also see us as energy they sense our emotions they sense our empathy they sense our fear they sense everything so that's why even when we go for investigations that's you know one of the basic things that we know that they sense fear and that's one thing that we just can't afford to have when we are on field investigating because that's what they will you know the nasty ones i'm talking about because they it's literally this okay that's why it's spirituality and paranormal are so closely connected because those demons if i'm talking about the negative ones those demons can actually sense your inner, inner demons and can your use your inner demons against you okay let's break this down a little <laughs> bit okay let's talk about the dark end of the spectrum hmm. um one thing i learned from the conversation with sarva bhai was that uh there is something called the electromagnetic electromagnetic field yeah the electromagnetic field and uh, it's spiked up in places of worship right. it's spiked up i am assuming in the middle of nature mhm and it's spiked up in human beings who meditate a lot who pray a lot who have a certain amount of divinity hmm. as a factor in their life hmm. what i have figured about the spirit realm is that spirits uh from their eyes probably we are the ghosts yeah probably possible. human beings are the ghosts possible it's some version of that so all they can visually kind of catch is high electromagnetic fields and they're fields. drawn towards those yes absolutely okay. so they are catching on the energy the reason i'm not breaking this down too scientifically for all the skeptics listening to this is because we've done that in the second episode yeah, so here yeah, i'm just yeah, flowing in the spirit yeah. realm conversation yeah absolutely uh, i'm not going to stop and explain myself at every point uh-huh. moving on um you spoke about how most of these entities are actually positive and they're just trying to be heard, heard. they're trying to be released i think because hmm. whatever realm they're stuck in is extremely uncomfortable right uh what i've read from scriptures from books is that it's sort of like perpetual thirst or hunger hmm. but a very intense thirst intense hunger right. and they want to be relieved right. of that right uh people become spirits when they have an unnatural death or when they 
commit suicide hmm. or uh, if they have something extremely unfulfilled hmm. from their life and you know death has suddenly come hmm. to them hmm. most people pass on to the other realm but some entities get stuck here because of whatever reason right and now they're trying to like just get out of that sandwich right. between the two realms right that's where ghosts exist right. uh but you're saying that while most are good there is a small section that's nasty hmm. are these like ghosts of murderers and psychopaths or see it's like the personality of the person doesn't change after death so a good person who's lived a good life even after death even if they are stuck for whatever reason one of the biggest reasons is emotional attachment mm. for staying stuck if you love someone mm. so if a, if a good person is stuck because of they that person is not going to become like evil or you know someone you need to be scared of them that person is going to stay good the same way if there's like a very nasty person who passes and that person is not going to suddenly become a saint so it's how we have in the amongst the living we have a huge spectrum from very good to the nasty ones the same goes to the other side i wonder what jail is like from a spirit perspective oh wow <laughs> especially if people pass away in jail man i mean that's that's dense actually and i don't know if they will be even getting a the liberation because they'll be catching on latching on to each other probably the spirit realm in jail would probably be extremely thick and yeah. full of spirits who want to pass on Definitely. but have not and they might be on the darker end of the spectrum Definitely. because they are convicted criminals Definitely and they yeah and uh, it's even like you know the vibrations of the person that makes you more prone to attachments because they are as it is of a very low vibration because of whatever their past deeds are and that you know they are not conscious beings so they are as it is prone to attachments okay. so even if there are entities around they are as it is like you know more vulnerable okay um they can also be non human in terms of they can be demonic yeah entities yeah but demonic entities like they have never walked earth and So if there's an entity who has passed in the uh jail and is lingering around is not a demon it's just an even evil spirit hmm. because demons have never walked earth okay uh, let's talk about the evil spirits first and then hmm. we'll talk about demons uh the evil spirits don't want to leave that sandwich realm they don't want to pass on to heaven or hell so many don't want to you know because um there was this uh, okay let me give this example uh in his second episode i think sarbajit mentioned about this church that we had investigated yeah, in uh, nainital in, yes close to nainital in uttarakhand and uh this was i think one of the creepiest personal experiences for me also because uh there were demonic entities and for the first time we experienced an entity which was a shapeshifter what does that mean um <laughs> it Okay let let me tell you what this incident was i think it will ex- explain things better so uh, we went for this investigation and you know we entered this location and as our basic protocols the psychics first take the reading of the place so i was taking the reading savio was taking the readings we both went in different directions and we both figured out that this place has very evil demonic kind of presence which is outside the church but inside the church i very strongly felt that there are innocent spirits who are kind of stuck because of these demonic presence which is outside they are scared to go probably you know 
now uh, so we anyways we decide okay so let's go in i think inside is a better place to investigate so i'm not getting into those details because sarvajit has already mentioned it in his episode i'm telling you my side okay so uh, i was undergoing this stes experiment where my i was blindfolded there was this white noise playing in my eye so i was totally cut off from the physical world and i was totally in the spirit world now i we i started getting words they were asking questions that i couldn't hear them so i started getting words there were certain words coming i was hearing music there was a lot of things it was a very active place i think that's one place where i have received maximum communication and words coming through the stex experiment so then i get this word shape shift and now when i saw the video because this video is there on our channel that time i saw okay that these guys sarbajit and savya have figured out that there is a demonic shape shifting entity and all but i was all plugged and you know i don't know what's happening there now what was happening with me was that i get this word shape shift now during the reading uh, when i was uh, reading the place the initial uh, psychic reading time i sensed an old lady okay and this old lady was not showing me her face it was she was facing back a very weird looking she was wearing some you know long dress and that's what i was sensing her as and it she has she had very uncomfortable vibes it 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 was kind of a demonic vibes only so i get this word i immediately go you know my consciousness immediately goes to that lady and i was like wow is she the shapeshifter okay first stage it further my consciousness goes further back because there was something that happened to me even before we reached that location the night prior to getting into the investigation i got a dream now uh, my dreams are again very active my parents visit me in my dreams they guide me in my dreams and i see my mom in my dream and uh, she was saying some things and th- you know a lot of things she was explaining we were talking and i don't remember the depth but she didn't feel like my mom she was dressed differently she was wearing some two plates with uh, you know a dress and my mom never dressed like that and even the feel that i was getting was different i was like but anyways i was like okay i'll look into it later i got too engrossed in the next day's uh, investigation but while during that ex- you know within that span of a minute my consciousness went from the shapeshifter to that old lady and to back to the dream that wow she shapeshifted and came as my mom presented herself as my mom even before we reached the investigation and you know now why i was telling that spirituality and this is very closely connected because see as a healer i'm very very conscious of my emotions if i trace that okay there is something that i am feeling that you know is making me uncom- uncomfortable i heal out of it one thing that i haven't healed from yet is my mom's death it's been 2 years but so that's exactly what this entity poked in me to bring my vibrations down so that she can overpower me and 
सो इट वॉज लाइक द मोमेंट दिस वॉज हैपनिंग आई टुक बैक 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 एंड आई वॉज लाइक ओ वेट वी आर एक्सपीरियंसिंग अ शेप शिफ्टिंग डेमोनिक एंटिटी हियर आई इमीजिएटली रेजेज रेज माई गार्ड्स अप एंड यू नो आई वॉज लाइक आई नीड टू शील्ड माई सेल्फ इवन मॉ बिकॉज शी इज ट्राइंग टू प्ले विथ मी शी इज ट्राई टू शी ट्राई टू मेक मी वालनरेबल अ नाइट प्रायर टू एक्चुअली गेटिंग इन द इन्वेस्टिगेशन सो दैट इज हाउ यू नो दीज entities these were i would say the nastiest entities that i have faced until now because anyways the investigation was done everything was done we wrapped up i never shared this part of the dream with the team i shared this with them but something more happened uh the night of the investigation like the investigation was done we went back i slept she visits again in my dream and this time she visits as some lady she presents herself as some lady it was a very very dark detailed dream which i very honestly don't remember now because it took me almost a month to heal out you know out of it because if she was threatening me in that dream that she is not going to leave me and she kept shape shifting and you know it was so weird that i i woke up screaming and because of the nightmare after some time i slept back and the dream continued hmm so <laughs> so you know these entities definitely yeah you know where there are good ones i would say this is one of the nastiest one that i have experienced i'm not going to say exactly what had happened to me something like this has happened to me okay where some kind of entity was stuck on me hmm it is extremely scary from a personal level because you know something is with you all the time hmm. and there's a way to get rid of it as well yeah uh, which i will let you shed light on but i'd like to ask you first why it targeted you and why it tried to make you vulnerable was it because it was feeling threatened by you and your team or was it just for fun from its end like what was the intention there threatened it felt because, threatened yes definitely it felt threatened it tries taking you on then yes to what result is it trying to kill you no definitely not but probably just to bring us down because you know see when we are on field we are in our most positive and highest versions you know we are like in really high vibrations and the entities can sense it that you know we can't mess with these people so that's why they look for you know things that they can poke into to bring our vibrations down and i think she sensed that emotion in me and that's what she caught and now you, you know ranveer if i wouldn't have been you know do into so much of spirituality in a work i wouldn't have recognized sitting there in that estes that she is making me as you know the target or bringing me down playing with my mind and my emotions it's only because of that constant and you know that uh, awareness that i'm in that i could actually save myself otherwise okay. i don't know what would have happened you guys had gone to that church to sort of clean it up right no it was more of our own research work that we had gone there for but how are you threatening it or harming it in any way see it's it's sometimes just the presence of a very high vibration can cleanse the place what is a high vibration it could be a, a vibration that's emitting from a person it could be a place that's why certain people are taken to certain places because the vibrations of that place are so high that it automatically kind of cleanses the auric field and the energy of the person okay 
and it wanted that murkiness that darkness to remain in that probably, place probably because probably they wanted to feed on those uh, innocent ones who were inside probably they felt threatened that you know probably they will just uh, release or uh, you know help these entities find light or whatever i don't know what their threat was but when you say feed on something hmm. they are taking away that same electromagnetic yeah they are feeding field. on these entities yeah it's like food for them hmm. Okay, it is. That's what it is. Yeah. And they become stronger they, with yeah. it. What do they do with the strength? They just want to, you know, uh, it's like be in their form. Like they don't want to, because they are evil, right? And they want to show themselves as they are. So it's like the entire world should be scared of us. Or, you know, even the 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 poor things that were stuck inside, they should be scared of us or whatever. Okay. It's it's like how, I mean, I'm giving a very weird example here. Hmm. But after having lots of dogs in my life, mm -hmm. I've understood that what sex is for human beings, food is for animals. Mm. In terms of, they probably have the same rush and mm. enjoyment mm. when they're eating. I mm. probably think that for entities like this, it's sapping away energy from yeah. uh, high electromagnetic field areas where it feels like a rush, it feels like it's invigorating like it. you. Awesome. Maybe. Yeah. Is there a difference between male entities and female entities and childlike entities? It's energy, right? Energy doesn't have a gender. But as I said that they usually, uh, you know, are seen as what they lived in their previous life. So even when we are investigating, we ask that, you know, is there a male figure or a male entity or a female entity? If you're, if you're a male entity, give us so-and-so sign. So what we mean is what they lived as last. Because energy doesn't have a gender. Okay. Like human beings in every birth can be born as a woman or a yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The roles keep changing. Okay. And the gender keeps changing. Okay. Uh, but there's no difference in like personality because of being a female entity or a male entity. There, there will is. be, you know, based on what gender there was. Which one do you like dealing with less? <laughs> Definitely <laughs> the male. <laughs> Males are more intense. Male entities are more intense. Yeah. Because you're a woman? Possible because they see that, you know, probably, uh, you know, we can overpower her or something. Okay. You know, when you ask most guys hmm? about what's the scariest form of a ghost that they're afraid of, they'll say like an old lady, <laughs> like in Darna Zaruri hai. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, because probably that is the picture that has been put in the mind since childhood. Ki, you know, the it's always the female entity and, you know, the Daravna kind and... Uh, the old lady with long nails or whatever. I mean, that's what's fed subconsciously. So by default, people get scared of. But it's not like generally there are more female ghosts or more male. No, no, no. It's no, all no, a mix. No. Okay. All right. Because this is an intro episode to you, I know you have a lot more stories, but I think for this particular episode, it's become heavy enough. <laughs> I will ask you some final questions on just the origins of being a psychic. Hmm. So you said that you began working with Sarbhavai at some point. Yes. I am assuming that at that point, you started focusing on your meditations as well. Yes. To enhance your abilities yes. and to let them flow. Yes. Uh, you had an urge to help with this paranormal investigation thing because of your own experience. It yes. happened to you. You felt like how much trouble it was giving you and your family. You thought, okay, if I can be of help to other yes. people, I will do it. Yes. So how did you start enhancing your abilities? A lot of things actually. The very first thing is I had to get rid of my past traumas. 
because the past traumas can as i said they can literally block your energy channels they can literally block your chakras so the first thing that i had to was do a lot of inner child healing i had to do a lot of emotional healing for myself i had to let go of a lot of things i had to forgive a lot of people so that was i think my first step where i started healing myself then i started meditations yes different forms of meditations i've like i love trying things so you know trials and errors and lot of things meditations played a very important role and uh, and i would say a lot of exercise and practice because it's not just about unblocking the chakras or cleaning the energy channels it's also about practice it's fine you have it it's it's clear now what you know so things like if uh, i would blindfold myself so when i know that okay when i'm blindfolding myself and i'm actually t- closing my physical eyes so my psychic eyes or the psychic vision automatically enhances so then i try to tap into it what is it that i can see or if suppose i um had to visit some place which i'm going for the first time i will just do this very small exercise where i'll note down the possible things or the possible people that i will be meeting there i may be wrong it doesn't really matter this was like you know and then i'll go in when i go there i'll check how much right was i so you know small small things right from healings to meditations to exercise there is a lot that it takes and i'm still continuing it's not that it's it's a journey it's like you know you keep getting the a better version of yourself okay um wow is there things you avoid uh um, to sharpen these abilities yeah uh drinking and smoking okay it's just these two things mainly these two things yeah people um okay okay if i get into that depth yes i'm very conscious of what kind of uh energy i'm taking in whether it whether that is the information the people or you know a lot of things that i'm exposing myself to i try to maintain it of a high vibration can you look into people's minds people are very difficult actually i don't try because they are layered <laughs> you know it's easier to actually sense an entity because for people it's like layers they'll be thinking something doing something projecting something i have not very honestly not tried that are you able to recognize someone else's psychic energy like if someone else's psychic near yeah. you what specifically are you able to recognize um see once you talk to a person it's very it, it it's it kind of it becomes very clear the kind of awareness the person holds the kind of openness the person holds it's very like you are a psychic <laughs> but a low level you are no i don't think so a low level you can i think you're more i i don't know this is what i feel you're more of a clear sentient and a clear cognizant sentient is feeling is feelings feeling yes what cognizant clear cognizant where you just know things and you mm. don't know how you know it but uh, again like you know uh if, if it just comes to just seeing a person and knowing whether a person it can be it can be tricky as i said people are great at shutting themselves down so i don't trying to actually drill and dig into and but the, otherwise it's it can be found out yeah okay all right what about that experiment you were talking about outside the church mm-hmm. uh, you know the one with the, the covered... estes one yes estes uh, yeah e s t e s estes 
I know what it is, hmm. but explain it. What is an Estes experiment? Mm-hmm. I know that when I was much younger, this is before Facebook, when websites were a thing, mm-hmm. a lot of websites used to talk about this experiment. It was an internet trend where they said that if you ever want to experience what LSD is like without taking LSD, do this. Okay. You cover your eyes with like a, a table tennis ball, a ping pong ball mm-hmm. cut in half. Mm-hmm. You put mm-hmm. noise cancelling headphones. And you play a you play a certain frequency yeah. of uh, you know old school televisions when hmm. you lost the signal yeah. it'll just be a the white sh- noise the white noise yeah. yeah you just play the white noise in your right. ears right but what actually happens to your mind and your senses when all this is happening okay so when I am in that experiment so first thing that happens is that I'm totally disconnected from the outer world because my major two senses are shut did I describe it correct. Yeah. This is how it happens. Yeah. Is there yeah. anything else? Yeah. No. It's mainly these two. The eyes shut and the white, white noise playing in my ears. Is it dangerous to do this alone? Of course. Never do it alone. Please no. <laughs> Definitely not. Now, because we know what we are dealing with. Now, see. Now, this is something that we always tell everybody that do not indulge in any kind of spirit communication, any kind of experiment unless you know how to deal with it. You don't have to step into this zone unless you really know because you don't, you're literally stepping into the world of the unknown. We don't know what kind of entities we are going to deal with or encounter. So it's better not to step in unless you have proper knowledge. So it's a big (laughs) no-no. So while we were doing this experiment, yeah. So every time I've done an S-test, the first thing that happens is I am totally shut from the external world. I can't see. I can't hear them. There have been moments where, you know, I have felt that I hope they have not left me and gone. But uh, it's literally as if I'm teleported into the spirit world. I can not only hear them through the white noise, their voices, but because even my vision is closed, they ev- I can even, I can sense and I can even, they're giving me visions via my clairvoyance. They are give okay. Maybe I'll explain this in a way. So, uh, we were doing this estes in a recent, uh, not the church one, but in Orissa, in one of our investigations. And over there, we were barely getting any words. We were barely getting any words, and I was like, I'm hardly getting any words. But these entities were not ready to talk or give words, but they were started showing me visions. So I was getting that I can see fire. I can see two kind of pyres burning. Then I could see some kind of crawly and weird looking entities. So it was like, you know, when you can't hear, even this sense is much more enhanced, much more open. So I was even getting visuals. So it was a, it becomes like a combination of words that they are telling me and the visions that they are showing me. But through the I hear the sound. Okay. For example, when you're meditating very deeply, your senses go inwards. Like your sense of hearing switches off. Something like that happens? Yes. Because see, even... uh, But over here, it's very much audible to my ears. I can literally hear. That is... In meditation, it's a little different because that voice is more like an inner voice. Mm. It's not... As if someone is literally, that also happens where you feel someone is calling your voice. That's different. But it's more of an inner thing in meditation than an external, which happens in estes. Hmm. 
okay more about it please mm-hmm. what what do you hear you hear the exact voice okay so it depends yeah i can make out if it's a female voice if it is a male voice if it is just child's voice um other than that there are many times that you know they they are especially when they are in need of help they are literally talking over each other so there are many sounds coming and then i have to pick out the most which whichever is the loudest or whichever is you know is easily understood because um there are there they are literally throwing a lot of, lot of words so i have to even use my intuitive because i don't know what these people are asking so i even put in my intuition and i pick and choose words that okay this is this 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 these are the words so it's sometimes like especially in the uh, church one the the, the, the nenital investigation i there i, I heard instruments and i think that was the first time i was hearing instruments and it was only later when i saw the video these guys told that and i mean later this said and when i was seeing the video i realized that they were actually asking for signs that make, make some noise or you know make some kind of a sound so they were giving it to me as sounds of instruments mm. and that was the first time i was hearing something like that because never in an ss i hear heard tabla or you know an a harmonium playing or a guitar playing so i even i like if this makes any sense this is what i'm hearing okay have you ever thought of the deeper science of that like why does it still digging into it as i said that you know this is like it's a journey now since for the first time we experienced something like a shape shifting entity for the first time i started hearing instruments now we are getting deeper and researching into what this could be no but the estes experiment I'm like okay. what is the science of it in terms of i'm assuming there's a certain frequency of white noise hmm which probably syncs you up like a radio to the frequency of their realm i mean this yeah. is the engineer so probably speaking. it uh yeah so i'm not from the engineering background i think sarvajit will be better to explain this but from what i understand it kind of acts as a medium between the two frequencies like we hold a certain frequency we are able to catch a certain frequency though they the entities hold a totally different frequency so this is kind of bridging a gap between the two and that is why i am able to hear them okay uh what happens if a teenager sitting at home tries this experiment we no, are not encouraging it definitely no definitely not because see when you they when the entities if there are entities around and they are seeing that someone is acknowledging them someone is trying to communicate with them someone is trying to actually tap into their frequencies they will get drawn there is a chance are they drawn by knowing that you and me are talking about them they know okay that we speaking about them they know that same demonic auntie knows in many <laughs> Auntie, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, but uh, they ha- have they an know. idea. They know. What about the kids watching this at home? If they are watching this kind of a podcast, are they calling those energies into their lives? Nothing like that. No. See, the whole point is, see, that is one of our aims, you know, to help people with the actual information so that they can get rid of fear because there is so much of fear, there is so much of wrong information about this field which has been fed since childhood because I have seen, you know, so many times the child being told that Don't go there, otherwise the ghost will come. 
eat this do this fast otherwise the ghost will come so right from there that time that fear of ghosts and entities has been fed in the child mm. right so it's played with the subconscious mind and where they by default get scared when they, when it comes to something like this so we are just trying to show people the facts of you know everything is not bad yeah bad does exist but there is good also and to present the facts in front of people so i always you know i believe that don't let your fear overpower you yeah i'll just end this episode by saying that over the last year that we've been doing so many of these darker episodes uh things have happened in my life i feel there have been episodes we haven't released mm-hmm. where we recorded something with someone who was so dark who did and said so many dark things that we just decided not to put it up on the internet wow okay things happened in my own life in this house and somehow at the same time a spiritual guest would get sent to me and highlight the power of meditation highlight yeah. the power of mantras especially yeah uh mantras are not specific to hinduism they're right. in zoroastrianism they're in islam they're in christianity they're in buddhism they're in yes. jainism yes uh they're in every single faith of the world if these things scare you and if you feel you're being affected by these things there is a certain power in words and mantras definitely and, uh syllables which are of that frequency yes so uh, if anything scaring you trust me mantra science from any religion of the world will help you it's basically their faith you know once you keep your faith in something it is going to work for you any signing of notes um i would just say that rise above your fear for this one okay thank you pooja <laughs> see you later <laughs> that was the episode with pooja vijay This episode got a little heavy towards the end which is why we had to stop abruptly. We actually intended on shooting a sequel episode with her right after this but she just wasn't feeling right on that day in order to give us a second episode and that's the true nature of these podcasts that you go so deep with your conversation with your questions with your answers that it does drain you a little bit especially heavier conversations like this. <sighs> Pooja Vijay will return on TRS. Please tell me what you thought of this episode. Please tell me what else you'd like me to ask her. And very importantly, if you have recommendations for this kind of horror genre, please let us know. This is Pooja Vijay on the Ranveer Show. Sarvjit Mohanty is going to be back very very soon as well. Keep following us. And right under this podcast, we've linked our entire horror playlist of TRS. Make sure you check out that as well. Yeah.